Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Download. Our aim is to reveal from Scripture just how good God really is. Find more of our sermons and other links as well as contact details at our website www.highway.org.za That's H-I-G-H-W-A-Y dot org dot Z-A May this sermon bless you. Enjoy. Welcome to everybody. Good to have you here. And uh, who was not here yesterday? Just to give, just a uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, twenty-five, How much of the Holy Spirit did you get when you were born again? All of the Holy Spirit. Did you get the mature Holy Spirit or just a part of the Holy Spirit? The, ho- the Holy Spirit. Which means you can't get any more than what you've already got. When you were born again, God's Spirit, His very own Spirit came into you. Not in a little installment. Even though it's a down payment, it's still the Holy Spirit who's come to in- indwell you. But we can overflow. That's why we need filling. Because we're full for ourselves, but when we get filled, we overflow for the sake of others. And that's partly of what we're going to hear about tonight, about how to overflow for the sake of others. Amen. Amen. Now, also what was uh, revelational to me in this whole subject is that our fuel gauge stays full all the time, irrespective of how we feel. It's not like our old language used to use about, you know, we, we uh, leak and we lose a bit, so we need a topping up. We use that language, and there's nothing wrong with that language, providing we understand that we are full, and we're always full, and our fuel gauge is always on full capacity. But our experience with the Holy Spirit in our relationship is our temperature gauge. And that can sometimes be on the cold side, let's be honest, and on the hot side. So being filled ensures that we're not just living for ourselves, but that our lives have got an overflow to others. Amen. So let's just put our hands out to Bill as he comes and shares around the gifts tonight. Lord, we thank you for Bill. We thank you for the gift he is. We thank you for the last 40, 50 years, Lord. He's carried the prophetic anointing. He carries a prophetic gift, and he's a gift to the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord, that you gave gifts of apostolic and prophetic and pastors and teachers. You gave those gifts. And we receive that gift from you through him tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. After the prayer like that, I better start prophesying, hadn't I? <laughs> it's good to be here. Good to see you all again. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> just before I start, I, I really believe, and you need to hear this, and hear my prophetic heart to you this evening. I really believe God wants to do something big in your life. And what Steve said just now is imperative that you hold on to that and realize the fullness of the Holy Spirit and that you are a channel of that Holy Spirit to flow out. And that's what we're going to try and speak about uh, tonight. I've got three main scriptures that I'll share with you. I've got a couple of, uh, obviously, on, on, on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And I hope I'll be able to implant something into your heart. 
And I really wish I had a box of, um, what are those little, uh, the kids are building block? Lego. Lego. And you know, I, I don't know if you've ever seen, you, you still got some Lego. You know what Lego are. You're not that old. No, no, no. Okay. Well, we got some. Yes, of course. That's right. And I, I, yeah, I was thinking, I don't know if you remember your, your kids when you gave them the present. It was all wrapped up nicely and you spent hours wrapping it and everything. And he wasn't worried about all the tape and the paper and everything. He just ripped it apart and wanted to get to the box. Been there? Can you remember all those things? Might have been, you might not have had Lego. That might have been before they were in the pest. But, but, you, but you hear what I'm saying? And, and the whole idea, he couldn't wait to get there. And he gets all these Legos and he was trying to put them together and you want to come like dad and help him. He says, no, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it. I'm not. And you've got to be behind and you've got to be a, a, a guide and everything. And our guide is the Holy Spirit. And he's going to guide us to build blocks into our lives that we might be a blessing to the nations. He hasn't only called you here, guys. He's called you out there. And while I sort of emphasize that before I even go there, I don't want to waste too much time on that. But me here tonight is an absolute miracle again. The things that have been happening <clears throat> uh, to me and to Anne and I are some of the strangest things. And we realize the little foxes are out there. He didn't want me here tonight. He really didn't want me here tonight because I'm going to impart something that's going to help you to be the blessing God's called you to. How's that? Are you ready to receive? And I got that dude up there in his fiery clothes going out. That's how you're going to, in the spiritual realm, that's how you're going to be or you are. Uh, the scripture I like, and uh, you can read them all, but now this one. Now he says here, now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. And you'll see my emphasis there on the common good. It's a common good of the church. It's not a common good for you. It's a, the common good of the church that you will go out and give out and give out. Now, now how can you uh, give a prophetic word uh, uh, run around, sorry, no, let me just change it. How can you go run around? I want a prophetic, I would have a prophetic word, but you haven't given one out. That's right, yeah. Thank you, sir. Sowing and reaping. Guys, it works. Believe it. It's not a magic thing. You, you know that. To one, there is, a, 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 there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, the same Spirit. Another, by faith, by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, big S. Not small S, big S. Because Steve alluded to that on Sunday, and it's, 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 a, it's a Spirit that is big S. A lot of guys got little spirits and things out there. You've got to realize when we're moving in this area, we are moving with the Holy Spirit. And I'm so glad Steve said that because he is so powerful. I don't think we realize the power that is inherent in us and in this place right now. Anyway, he distributes uh, them to each one just as he determines. And, you know, I, I, I think, you know, uh, Hebrews 11 verse 6, without faith it's impossible to please the Lord. Amen? So by faith start receiving that which you need to be a blessing to the nations. Revelation, the first thing we're going to look at, revelation, thinking like Jesus. And the, uh, one of the most important ways to think like Jesus is to be in the Word. And that's why we come to discipleship school, is to come and get the Word implanted. So when we go out, we're speaking the Word. We're speaking that has been energized by the Holy Spirit. Okay? 
And then we have the word of wisdom. Word of wisdom, vitally important. I, I always stress this one, that it is one of the gifts we need daily, actually every moment of the day. It is so important to have wisdom to do things. And come on, I'm sure you'll agree with me. You went and done something, you thought it was uh, God's wisdom, and you paid the penalty. <laughs> You're with me. And it says, the supernatural declaration of the mind and will of God concerning a person or situation, giving assurance and direction to those in need. And so many times people come up and, you know, you can just feel it. You know, people say, oh, I've got a problem. And then you just say, Lord, just give me that gift right now so I can help this person, so I can flow into that person's life. And you, you'll be surprised the wisdom that you have in your heart right now. Amen? The next thing to the word of knowledge, a vital gift this. I desire these gifts like anything. I, I pursue them. I pursue uh, that intimacy and to know what the Lord is saying all the time. A word of revelation concerning the facts related to a person or situation sufficient for the occasion and the need. A very good friend of mine, one day we were on the south coast, and there must have been 300 people in a row. And he started at one end, and he had a word of knowledge and a word of wisdom for each person. Every person there did not uh, just hit the deck because they realized only God could have known. I, I, I mean, uh, that's a reality of where we're going, guys. <clears throat> this is not just, oh, well, okay, you know, somebody else has done it. Uh -uh. You are here. You are going to do it. How's that? Do you receive that? Yeah. Cool. Right. The next one is discerning of spirits, a supernatural revelation of the nature of spiritual things. Okay, um, You could also put a, a small S there as well, <clears throat> whether divine, human, or satanic, which obviously it'll be a small S. And God gives us insight sometimes into those spiritual things. And the last week, we've had some insights, Anne and I, of things that have happened to us, and that I know that the, 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 the enemy is getting kind of worried about us. He's got a hint out there that something's going to happen here. And I believe it's revival. I believe this is what we're doing tonight, is preparing ourselves for this revival. What Steve shared in the Holy Spirit on Sunday is so vital to understand and to go back and back and back to those things. And uh, without stressing the point, now we come to think like Jesus. Oh, sorry, vocal. Next one. Speak like Jesus. Who wants to speak like Jesus? I'll get your attitude right, eh? Sorry. Just threw that in for free. But I mean, we've got to have a right attitude and it's the Holy Spirit that gives us an attitude. And when we flow with that, we, we, we have confidence in the Spirit that's within us. Confidence in Him. Security in, in what He has given us. Amen? And you know, I'll speak to you about that just now. Prophecy, foretelling and forthtelling. Foretelling and forthtelling. Okay? And can sit here and, and, and give words what's going to happen in the future, what's going to happen now, whatever the case may be. Okay? We've got that. Conveyance of divine revelation to the church. The prophetic word comes and divine revelation, God's thoughts. In the New Testament, the, the, the New Testament church always spoke out God's thoughts in their meetings and said, this is what they feel God is saying. You know, this is what they feel God is saying. And you stand up there and say, thus says the Lord, uh, I'm sometimes very reluctant to do it unless I've really got a strong prompting to do it. And because of religion, sometimes we want to do this. Thus says the Lord. You know, come on. Where did I get that from? <laughs> it's speaking the mind of God. 
Speaking the mind of God. And you know how you find the mind of God, and I'll, I'll, I'm going to emphasize this one, is by looking around you and loving everybody you see and being ready to speak into everybody's life because you know God loves them and has a word and a purpose for their life. Amen? Right. right. The medium through which the other gifts find expression. I, I, I want to emphasize this a little bit. This is vital that you understand this. The, the other gifts we've looked at now, wisdom and, and, and uh, knowledge and discerning of spirits, flow through the gift of prophecy because it's speaking. Prophecy is speaking God's word. Like the church here, we are a prophetic church because we claim that we are following Jesus Christ and all he is. So we're making a prophetic statement all the time. And it doesn't only start there, it goes into every area of your life. Because you stand for him, you need to, you need to express that, 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 that hope that you have to others. They need to, they need to be receiving the peace that is in your heart. And you know, in this world right now, there's a lot of chachas, man. We don't even need to look at that. But the people are crying out for answers. And, and a capacity to express truth of a predictive nature or, as well as explanatory from God in order to exhort, edify, and console. Exhort, edify, and console. I'm saying now to you, if it doesn't do that, get out the way. You know, really, when the prophetic word is to exhort you, to encourage you, to lift you up. And yeah, there is sometimes rebuke. The Lord can rebuke. And you know, if, if you sit in a meeting there and the Lord shows us somebody who's, who's going to commit the adultery, you don't call him out and say in front of the people and say that. You ask the Lord for the divine place to be able to do that and create the right atmosphere for you to apply that word in the situation. You've got to consider the person. You've got to consider the person all the time. Huh? Is that okay? Are you with me with that one? Now remember, prophetic all these gifts flow through the prophetic, flow through the prophetic, flow. That's where the flow is, in the prophetic, speaking words, God's words. Um, are we still there? Tongues, supernatural utterance of a language unknown to the speaker for the edification of the speaker and the church. Janet brought a good word last year on that, and it prompted me again, we can get quite lax in this gift if I may say so, I've noticed it. We need to be practicing and speaking in tongues as often, as often as we can. And if you hear me in the shower, I think, I don't know if my neighbors are still like there, or they haven't left yet, but I mean, there are places where you can just let go and just sing out in tongues and talk out in tongues and everything. And you know, what happens when you do that? God prepares you for the day. And God downloads his wisdom. God downloads his knowledge. God downloads his discernment. God downloads all that you need for the day. And he's busy downloading at those times. So when you go out... Okay, you're doing that, now you need to interpret, you know, and you come up to a person, hey man, gee was I see you a bit down. you okay, no, no, no. Well, you know, and other that, you encourage them. When I was in hospital on Friday, there was a sister there, and she looked a bit down. She was a very nice looking girl. I turned around to her, I said, do you know the Lord loves you? I just saw a speaker smile. I said, you're doing such a good work here. The Lord honors that sort of thing. And you're helping people, and wada, wada, wada. And, you know, it must be a natural flow. You don't have to be all this, have, a, have the big worship team and everything. It must be this continual flow. And, and it's tongues that prepares the way for that. And it gives you the courage and the, the uh, not, not, not so much the faith, but the courage. You just know that, hey, man, there's a bubbling here. 
and it's just going to uh, uh, flow. There's another word I was looking for, but I lost it. I, uh, I'm doing that quite often, actually. <laughs> Interpretation of tongues. <coughs> Very important, too. Uh, if there's tongues in the church, there must be interpretation. Now, many times when I pray for people, I will reach out to them, and I might not have anything in my mind whatsoever. So what do I do? I start praying in tongues. Start praying in tongues. And then the first word, I, I find that I'm a very spontaneous person in that re regard, which has got me into trouble many a day. And to control it, I find it sometimes very difficult. But as something drops in my mind, I take it and I run with it. Might be one word. It might be a set. Might be a scripture. It might be something Steve said on Sunday. It could be anything like that. And actually, none of us have the excuse not to have a word to share with people. Because you come here on a Sunday and you receive. You come here on a Monday and you receive. And I, I, I take it that's looking. You see, I've been on my knees. Uh, and I know you guys are all down on your knees, waiting on the Lord, having devotions, hearing what He's got to say, and, and so that you can be a blessing to whoever you come into contact with. How are we doing for time? There we are. Not too bad, eh, Steve? Come on. Oopsie, wrong one. I wasn't good. Now we have the exciting one. Power. Act like Jesus. Now we're speaking like Jesus. You like that one. I can see that. <laughs> okay. Was I? We speak like Jesus, we think like Jesus, we act like Jesus. Uh, yeah, now we act like Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, sir. It's nice to have people to help me because, you know, when you get as young as me, some of these things seem to fade out a bit. Faith. Supernatural endowment of faith of God for a divine, divine power to be active in a specific situation. I've had that experience a couple of times where I had my back against the wall, in, in a meeting where guys uh, had needed a, a, a major healing and all this sort of thing, and the Lord break th broke through in those things. And, you know, it's just saying, Lord, please, I need faith. Because sometimes when you see the things before you, you don't know which way to turn. Yeah? And, you know, one that always sticks out to me is up in Sislui. We had a meeting there, and a lady came in with a, a wheelchair, and some of the people we were praying for backs and they were sitting and uh, have you seen that? You know, you pray for people because of the tension in their backs and the Lord releases the tension, which in itself is a nice little miracle for that person. But this person's foot grew about that much and she burst out crying and everything and we didn't know what was going on. We just thought, she, her, they had taken that much out of her leg. You know, and, and it was again, just Lord, just touching. And, and you know, it happened even beyond us. And, and what I'm saying to you in it all, you mustn't stop. You must continually push in when you see these things. I've got to watch myself because, you know, you look at the circumstances, you say, ah, oh, no, that's not going to carry on. Guys, we've got to ask for the gift of faith. And, and the gift of faith has got to move through the prophetic as well. Eh? The gift of healing. Guys, we need, I'm passionate about seeing instantaneous healing and instantaneous people delivered and all that sort of thing. And this is what we need. We need the gift of healing. Amen. Yeah. We need to see this. And guys, what we're saying here, what we've said from now with the Holy Spirit, all that you need for this is within you. It's not up to Steve or me or the leadership or anything. You have it. You actually have it. Now, if you said amen to what Steve said now, that you don't have to be filled up, you're filled all the time. You know what stops you? It's this thing. You've got to deal with it. You've got to overcome that. 
mammon and all the things that are messing around with your brain. And the devil plays football with our brains. Let's be quite, let's be quite honest. Okay, the next one, the power. Working of miracles. Okay, I gave you an example. The working of miracles. That was a supernatural thing that happened. And I could relate to others, but time is against us on that. Supernatural endowment to operate by the power of God, by the intervening in the course of nature. We see that in the Old Testament where the, the sun was stopped and every, you have all these sort of things that happened. And, but what about the New Testament? We need to be able to, we need to have the, the gift of faith, I think, big time too, to stand up and go out there and say, Lord, we need a miracle. We need a miracle. We need a miracle in our church. We need a miracle in our city. We need a miracle in our province. We need a miracle in our country. I think you would agree with me. Now, we need to start releasing that. We need to ask, start, and you know, when it starts coming up, you know, on a Sunday morning here, you might just have something, the Lord might drop something into your heart that says, hey man, I believe God wants to do something significant and stuff. You come and share it with the leadership here. And once you've shared it, and they say yes or no, that's in there, but you don't have to worry about that. That's the correct way of dealing with those things. But if God does that, don't sit there, come and share it. The body needs to know about it. And if you've got that gift, well, if, if you feel that that gift's there, you need to let it flow out of you. To operate by the power of God and intervening in the course, a supernatural act on the natural plane. On this plane here, where we are. A supernatural act. Now, we've seen supernatural things. We've seen gold and we've seen all those things. And personally, th that's fine. But we need to see, like, we're like I'm sure you'll agree with me, we need to see people changed mm -hmm. hey, by this gift as well. We really do. Yeah. The working of miracles. When I look under this bridge here and I see all those people there, we need to see a miracle. The light of God is, is busy penetrating that place. We need to see it. We need to do something about it. And there are people here that are doing something about it. And, and that's cool. Amen? That's cool. Ah, I've got lots of time. I can take all night. Okay, Steve. Thanks for that. Uh, you need to go and read this all when you get home again, especially the scripture. These, these scriptures I'm using are scriptures that I've used over the years when teaching on the Holy Spirit. To me, they are fundamental, they are important, and we need to get it into our minds and see what the Holy Spirit is saying to us. 1 Corinthians uh, 14, 1 to 12. I've forgotten where I've started this one. Uh, intelligib intelligibility. Yes, comma, lost it. In worship, follow the way of love. I actually should have put that in yellow as well, the emphasis. Follow the way of love. This is what Paul says. Follow the way of love. This church must be following the way of love. And you know, when you follow the way of love and people come in and you make a little mistake or whatever the case may be, it means absolutely nothing because they know that there is love flowing out. And if you have to correct somebody, you know it comes from a position of love. And I could be here and preach on that all night, but I won't. And eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Eagerly desire. That little boy who got all those... There you go, thank you. <laughs> See, we're the teamwork here. <laughs> With all the Lego, you know... just gets all tied up and you're waiting for the gift, waiting for the gift. Now that's what you've got to be doing now. You've got to just get your mind in order here. What are you waiting for? What gifts do you want to move into? 
They're there for you. Receive them. Receive them like a little boy. Receive them. Open the packet. Take your Lego out and build what God wants to build in your life so you can build in other people's lives. Amen? Um, where, where was I? Uh, spirit of species, prophecy. Prophecy, very important. For e- everyone who speaks in the tongue does not speak to the people, but to God. Indeed, no one understands them. They utter mysteries by the Spirit. And just, just to, on the tongue thing, when I was in Harare many years ago, it was in Salisbury, uh, the minister of the church was an Englishman. And... Um, there was, there was a, a couple of people that came forward and he started praying for them, but he started praying in tongues and he started praying in Afrikaans. And afterwards I said to him, I didn't know you could speak Afrikaans. He said, I can't speak a word of it. And, and, and the second occasion was a Czech a, a couple that came in. The same thing happened. And, you know, we need to realize that I, I haven't seen much of that since then. But the God's able to break through into whatever situation there. And so we need to be aware of who is dwelling in our hearts. Uh, but the one who prophesies speaks to the people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Don't forget that. That's important that you file that away. You're there to strengthen and comfort and encourage people. That's why we're here. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies themselves. But the one who prophesies edifies the church. And we're here to edify the church. Eh? I would like every one of you to prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues, unless somebody interprets. So there are going to be people. And you know, you guys also need to be brave now to start speak, uh, coming forward and speak. If you feel there's a tongue, come forward. The Lord will honor it. He will give somebody to interpret or whatever the case may be. God, that, that's how our Lord works. Don't let fear grip you in these areas. And that's what I've seen in the church many, many, many times. Guys are so fearful to step out into these things because they're, what are people going to say? And, you know, just come out and do it by faith and, and, and God, will, God will take care of the rest. He always does. I would like everyone, da, 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 but I would rather have you prophesy. The one who prophesies is greater than the one who speaks in tongues unless someone interprets. So that the church may be edified. We're here to edify the church. We're about his game. We're attendance to the bride. We come in here. Everybody who comes through that door, and you guys now, have been, we've been speaking about the Holy Spirit. You need to equip yourself to, to start welcoming him, these people through the love and the presence of the Holy Spirit in you. As people come to the door outside of everything, don't sit back and oh, well, that's the guys on duty. That's fine. Let them do their duty. But you get out there. There are going to be people you're going to touch and you're going to, and you're going to help them and you're going to give a word of encouragement to them, just what they need. When people come in here, they're coming for a reason. And you need to... Right Now, brothers and sisters, if I come to you and speak in tongues, what good will it be to you unless I bring a word of instruction? Even in the case of lifeless things that make, uh, that make sounds, such as the pipe and the harp, how would anybody know which tune is being played unless there is a, distinct, a distinction in the notes? Again, if the trumpet does not sound a clear call, who will get ready for battle? One of my favorite, favorite scriptures. It was actually Willie's, on, part of Willie's mission scripture as well, that one. I've never, never lost that one. We need to be a clear clarion call to the people out there. A clear voice, a, a prophetic voice, okay? So is it with you? Unless you, uh, 
speak with your tongue, da 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 Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of, none of them is without meaning. If then I do not grasp the meaning of what, what, what somebody is saying, I am a foreigner to the speaker, and the speaker is a foreigner to me. But if, if <laughs> so it is with you, since you are eager for the gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. Excel. And this is what we're about here. And I mean, everything that happens here, Everything that happens here must be out the flow of the Holy Spirit. From the coffee bar to whatever, the, the worship team, whatever. I don't need to preach that to you. Activation of the Holy Spirit gifts. This is going to be our practical time. Oh, cool. We've got half an hour. Now, on, on Sunday, I'm really asking the Lord to, to give a word. And he's given me a word, I believe, for some people. I hope, that, I hope they're here. Because, you know, the word came, and I want to tell you, I actually want to share that with you so you know how God works with me, and he works with all of us. It's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. I am not special. I don't have any special things and, that I see out there, but this is how God works with me. As, as Anne and uh, Gloria went out at, at Cape Town, I went to lie down on my bed, and as I lay down on my bed, I saw this couple, and I just saw the words come. Just saw the words come. Just saw the words come. Now, that's the sort of thing that happens to me. And, you know, I don't even have to write that down because I know when I see them, it's going gonna, it's gonna to manifest. You hear what I'm saying? I don't say. One of the important things we're going to look at is at these things. Now, what I'm going to give you now, I would like you all to go into little groups of three, not more than three people, please, and rather with people you do not know. Just quickly, in the next two minutes, just do that quickly. If you could get into groups of three people. Okay, everybody, settle down into your three. Now, listen. Dave, sit down, please. <laughs> settle, uh, settle down and let me tell you what the idea is here. I'm going to give you four or five things to do. Listen, listen, just keep quiet. I'm speaking. I'm going to give you a couple of things to do. What I want you to do is just, first of all, be still. It's quiet in your hearts and be still and you'll see now. Let me go there now. Oops, wrong one. Uh, I, Habakkuk is an example of a prophet who used five keys to clearly discern God's voice. Now, we want to discern God's voice here this evening. And I want to illustrate to you that God's voice is actually in your heart already. Okay? So uh, that's the idea of, of this illustration. But I want you, don't even look at anybody else, write down what you see there. He turned to the inner spontaneous impression. Like I said to you, uh, things start with me, I've got to be careful with that sponta spontaneity. And remember, talking about spontaneity, the Holy Spirit is into spontaneity. We need to be spontaneous with the presence of the Holy Spirit in what we do. Okay? The next thing I want you to do, you still, okay, uh, wait for the sponta spontaneity, still yourself now, in the quietness of this meeting now. Just still yourself, just still yourself. The Holy Spirit is here. Let Him just minister to you. Let Him just touch you. He used vision. So I start looking into that spiritual realm. Start looking into that realm. 
And you see, he wrote out his prayer response. He wrote out his response that he got from the Lord. And that's what I want you to do, to write out that response. And he was a man of faith. So can you go ahead and do it? And when, when you finish, I'm going to give you, we 33 in the next five minutes. I'm going to only give you five minutes. And then we'll take it further from there. I'm sharing the word. Uh, what I would like to ask you now, is there anybody here who received a word from somebody here that is brand new and has opened something in their lives? Is there anybody like that here? I say, is there anybody here who received a word now from the other people which is brand new and something that has, you know, touched something in your life? Have you... Would you like to share? Yes. Um, that I had some uncertainty in me. Um, that I worried too much. And I, my uncertainty was that I wasn't sure of how the events were going to, to pan out. How they were going to happen. I worried about that. Okay. And he didn't want me to worry as much as I, okay. as I do, and that, this is what I've been told now has been new to me because I never saw myself as a worrier. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. And that I worried about events that weren't even there yet and may not even happen. Okay. Very good. Very good. Anybody else want to share? Oh, <laughs> I bet you do. Come on, don't be shy. Um, and he, he saw Joy and I on a surfboard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, no, we, we were on one surfboard. <laughs> we were on one surfboard. Um, and um, we were catching waves and, uh, and getting ahead of the wave, as it were. And, and the, uh, the word was that we should allow that wave to flow over us rather than for us to to crash over us rather than try and be in front of it oh lovely word yeah lovely word and i think that speaks of what the holy spirit is doing and he's flood us all like that oh that's cool anybody else right i had a word and just the rushing wind Um, and then lovey had a word she saw the doorway of the church getting full and we thought, now what does this mean? And we thought, and then there was another word that came out and that was truth. And we realized there, there's going to be like a rushing wind happening in this church. And the church is going to fill up to capacity and they're going to receive the truth of life. Wow, yes, wonderful. That's good. Anybody else? This is exciting. <laughs> I see that hand. <laughs> well, I've um, this had a word which I thought was for me. The Lord wants us to let go of all the hindrances, worries and fears that hold us back from flowing in his power, his way, his will for my life. And then I had a picture, God gave me a picture of me running in the fields um, with long grass and flowers, free and happy. Mm. And, um, he, and what I felt him saying is just have faith in him. Amen. 
Yeah, cool. Anybody else? We we were really blessed because um, um, I, I I just couldn't stop thinking about my mother. So I wrote down mother. Um, Nicole over here, she wrote down uncle. She's worried about her uncle. And and Lindy, um, she she got a word to be still. And we kind of put all three together, but how we must just be still and know that 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 God is in control and that um, we don't have to worry about anything because yeah. um, you know everything happens and for turning he, he makes everything good. That's right. <laughs> yes, that's a good word. Now you know when you hear a word like that, I heard two people. Yeah, prophetic words for two people here that were worried and concerned. You need to grab hold of that and pull that down. I always say you need to pull down these words into your life. It's okay, it was for those people there, but that's a word for all of us. That's a word for all of us. It's, and, and you need to be aware of that, that the prophetic words, you say, oh, well, it's just Joseph. You need to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. And saying in the church is to edify the church, but also to edify you. Thank you. Uh, my sister had a word here, and it was to be sp still and know that I am a Lord, that I am the Lord. And our friend here ha had a, a word about being on the surfboard and getting ahead of the Lord. Yeah. And I've been there to yeah. get ahead of the Lord. Uh, and instead of actually working in the word which the Lord has given you, you tend to start saying things that the Lord hasn't given you. Yeah. And oh. so you need to be still and just go parallel with the Lord. the Lord. Yes, amen. Well, there we are. It's coming through. Do you hear that? Do you hear that coming through? Right. Rosie. I just got the word peace, and then she got the very same word. And so it was confirmation. Like she just said this, she felt peace and calm. Amen. Now, what I want us to do now, in your little groups, you've all had these words and everything, and people have come up with all sorts of things. Just start praying with each other, and just pray for those situations, and pray that God will release those people. From, and ask the Lord to give you a word of uh, wisdom, a word of knowledge, uh, whatever. You, you just reach out to it, and with the people in your little group, do that now for the next five minutes. Let us, let us just pray together. need help. I've been uh, before the Lord and saying, Lord, well, how do we bless everybody in the church with a word and everything? And now I see all the people here have been trained and everything, so I might call you up to come and help and give a word in whatever situation there might, might be. How's that? Good. Well, feels like there's lots of energy in the room. Uh, can we wrap it up? I'd like to, to finish up. Thanks, Bill. Thanks for, you know, in, in half an hour, to try and cover nine gifts of the Spirit is, is no mean task. You know what I mean? And uh, to have a practical demonstration in 30 minutes to try and activate the gift of the Spirit is also... Challenging. So all we really did tonight is we wet some appetites, we dusted off some cobwebs. Who had some cobwebs dusted? A little bit of a challenging situation. Who's never really shared 
a word that they got with people around them sitting in a group? Raise your hand. Few people got to share a word tonight. And um, that's, that's well done, Bill, for encouraging us. This is what the Apostle Paul did in Corinthians 12 and 14. He, you know, before you run, you've got to learn, you crawl. Some people that are sprinting already are saying, just come and sprint with me. But some other people haven't even crawled yet. So those that can sprint, we go down to a slow jog. And those that crawl, got to start standing up and, and moving on two feet. So that together, we edify the body together. Amen?